Good evening. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter step is actually Appendix 2, Spiritual Experiences, and our speaker tonight is Yvonne. Thank you, Yvonne. Ooh, hi, everybody. Thank you so much for allowing me to share with you tonight. Uh, you'll be able to tell from my voice that I'm a little nervous, but I'll get the swing of this. <sighs> it's so great to be here with you all, and what an honor. It's a, it actually is a privilege to get to speak on this appendix. Um, to me, it's just the core of the entire uh, program and what has been so important to me over these past few months. Uh, but before I dive into that, I just thought I would qualify for a couple of minutes. Um, I have uh, a few photos that I'll show, um, but I've been a lifelong compulsive overeater. I started when I was pretty young, um, definitely under 10, um, with shoplifting, stealing money from my parents, um, eating, finishing the meals off my sister's plates, eating, you know, adult size portions. So I, I've been at this for several decades now. Um, when I was in, you know, high school and my teenage years, I was overweight. Um, in my early 20s, you know, I kind of maintained that. Um, but, you know, I, I was definitely overweight, but not obese. Um, as I moved into my 30s, I was starting to gain the weight. And by the time you can see in the picture there that I got married, I was uh, over 200 pounds. Uh, the picture beside that was one year later. That was on my first anniversary. And I don't know, I was probably another 20 pounds heavier in that picture. Um, but I hit my top weight in my 40s, early 40s. Um, and that top weight was uh, around 265 pounds. That's the last weight that I know of that I weighed at. Um, and I lived in that body for a lot of years and there was a lot of hopelessness. Um, you know, I still found little bits of joy here and there, um, but it, it was tough. It was, it was really tough. Um, and then the final pictures I'll show, I wasn't quite as heavy, but uh, when I kind of started my food addiction journey, it wasn't immediately NOA. Um, this is what I look like. I was about 20 pounds under my heaviest weight. So there you have it. I am qualified. I am one of you. Um, and so uh, I'm so happy to be here now amongst you and able to say that today, for today, I'm gratefully rec recovered. Um, the spiritual experience. Oh, boy. Um, you know, Bill describes in the appendix or in the whole book, actually, or the pieces of his book, his profound um, spiritual experience. And that was not my case. I did not have one um, incident where, you know, I heard music from the top of the mountaintops and, you know, light opened up and, and magical things happened. Um, I am going through this one day at a time uh, and having a spiritual awakening uh, along the way. And so um, for me, you know, I, I, I searched, I went, of course, when I knew I was going to be speaking on this uh, for a definition of what spiritual experience um, meant to me. And I found this one that I'm going to actually read. Well, spirituality offers a worldview that suggests there is more to life than just what people experience on a sensory and physical level. Uh, 
Instead, it suggests that there is something greater that connects all beings to each other and to the universe itself. Um, and so me, for me, that is, that is what spiritual, spirituality is to me. It's being a part of something that is so much bigger than me. Um, and on the first page of the appendix, they talk about change. And so how do I, how do I get this spiritual awakening? And they talk about having to uh, make this change or transformation, profound alteration. They use those words. Um, and so that tells me, you know, when they use it, I think they use it seven times on that page, um, that that is going to be vital to me being able to have um, my spiritual um, awakening. And how am I going to get that? Where am I going to find that? Well, it tells me in that, in that next paragraph that I'm going to be tapping into this unknown inner resource, a power greater than myself. Um, and that really speaks to me um, today, obviously. Um, I went back and I looked through my journals when I first started. So back in, this was a, an entry that I put in there from March of 2020. Um, I was going to OA meetings. I did not have a sponsor. I was not working the steps. And so this is a, a, just a piece from that, that, what I wrote in my journal that day. And it says, there's a divine spark in me that can never be extinguished, but it can be reduced to a tiny ember. It is my job to protect that spark and let it grow into a fire inside of me. I want my spark to grow into a bonfire. I want everyone who sees me to see the light shining from within. And, you know, I read that now and already I see how that has changed. Um, it's actually not my job to protect it. That little spark in there is God and God protects me and God protects that spark um that is in me and he keeps that fire burning and lets me shine my light and I'm at a place in the program now where I I feel like I'm finally learning to do that I'm willing to step out from behind the persona that I built that I wanted everyone else to see um that I was scared to show for fear of rejection um and it's just such an amazing thing to be experiencing that now prior to this program fear had me totally uh, blocked from making uh, deep meaningful connections and so instead of having those connections my solution came from food and I was able to numb myself I always say I numb myself into that flat line right the flat line of feeling dead like there was I didn't want to deal with emotions I didn't want to deal with life um, I just wanted to be numb I just wanted to feel like everything was not okay but just not completely out of control and not something that I couldn't manage or handle and so by doing that, what I didn't realize that I was also blocking myself off from my higher power. Bit by bit, bite by bite, I built a wall between me and that higher power. And while it's, I, I personally don't believe that it's ever possible to cut off that connection with my higher power, I can't entirely extinguish that spark in me. Oh, it was pretty weak, but 
but God was there waiting very patiently on a bench in the background for me to invite my higher power back in and say I was ready um, to make this journey with all of you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, and so when I arrived at OA, shockingly, I was so uncomfortable with the word God, which was so weird for me because I had had in my early 20s a really close and personal relationship with a higher power. I had considered, you know, entering the clergy in my um, church, and it wasn't a mainstream religion church, but I actually thought that I was going to do that. Uh, but circumstances changed. I did not do that. But I had no idea that I'd reach a point in my life where it was actually uncomfortable. And so um, the very end quote of this um, uh, appendix says that the only thing sure to keep me in ignorance is contempt prior to investigation. And that uncomfortableness was that contempt. And so I had to make a decision to set aside and my sponsor who is in this room tonight and who I love to the moon and back um, had me say a set aside prayer before every single session. I'm sure every sponsor does that, but I didn't know a set aside prayer. I still use that prayer today um, because I don't know anything about myself. I know very little about this program. I'm a baby in this program. And so I still have to set aside everything that I think I know about myself, about God, about this spiritual journey, about all of you Ooh, for a, an open mind and a new experience. And oh my God, it's like every day is a new experience. And I'm just living this incredibly amazing life. Not that every day is good. Oh man, I have some doozies. I have some doozies. Mm. But when I realize that I'm having those doozies, I take a look. I'm now able to stop and pause, surprise myself. I was in the middle of one of those doozies just the other day. And rather than spending hours churning and trying to figure it out, it took me about three seconds to know I needed to get into my safe space down on my knees and asking for help. It happened that fast. And I thought, well, when did that happen? <laughs> At the beginning, this is like, oh, how do I pause? Where do I set reminders? Do I have st I had stickies all over my house? <laughs> have you paused? Have you paused? Now, when it happens, I know. Um, I know where to go for help. And I get that help. And it's amazing the calm that comes immediately when I when I ask for it. And so now I've reestablished that connection with my higher power. It's a beautiful thing. I love two-way prayer. I feel very close to my higher power. Um, and so it's a renewed connection with a higher power. But what I have that's new now is a connection with all of you, a connection with fellows, a connection with people in this program that are dear friends, close friends that know me, a connection with complete strangers who don't know me, who I just phone up and say, oh my gosh, I just need to ask somebody what they do. And they share their strength and hope and experience with me. And I remember in the beginning, 
thinking, oh my gosh, who's going to want to talk to me? Why would they want to take my call and share their experience, strength, and hope with me? I'm like nobody. Now I get to be on the other end of that phone sharing my experience, strength, and hope with them. And I understand why we want to pick up the phone uh, because we make a connection, um, because we're sharing the message, because we're being of service, because we're doing the will of our higher power every time we pick up the phone and talk to somebody who needs us in that moment. And, you know, I, I, I can't remember now if I said how much I prided myself on being fiercely independent. And now I understand that that gets me nowhere. Fierce independence gets me alone, um, gets me cut off from the things that matter most to me now. Um, and I'm learning to rely and trust in my higher power, in all of you in the other people that are in my life. And yeah, we make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I'm learning to accept my humanness like that. I don't have to be right all the time. I don't have to fix everything that goes wrong. It's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. And people are still going to be there. People are still going to pick up the phone. People are still going to answer my texts. People are still going to smile and say hello to me at meetings, um, even if I don't get it right every single time um and so you know all these years i've held on to this big big huge book of what my i have spent a little bit of time in therapy yes i have uh, my therapist used to call them yvonne's big book of rules um and i realized that there's actually an appendix to that book as well called yvonne's false beliefs about herself and i'm hung on to those for too long now time to let them go and uh, that's tough I don't do that um, perfectly for sure um, it's hard for me to dismantle those beliefs I've held those beliefs for many decades so let go of them it should be so easy right to let go of the negative stuff about yourself but I'm learning that it does serve me and it does not serve me in a good way. It is, it is continuing to block me in other ways. And now I, I just want to keep clearing that path. I want to be able to take the next step in my spiritual journey. And that's what this program is for me. I'm seeking out that closeness. Um, at the end, I, well, actually, I don't know. I just know it's in We Agnostics. And there's a line in there that says, when we drew near to him, he disclosed himself to us. And that has been my experience. When I draw near, my higher power discloses themselves to me. And now I'm able to have that connection and to be happy, joyous and free. And I love that feeling of being filled with spiritual awareness. It's like nothing else. We all know when it happens to us. Um, for me, it's in the midst of a deep conversation and I realize how connected I am with that person. And I'm just filled with this overwhelming spiritual feeling. Um, it's when I hug somebody and they're hugging me back and I feel that spirituality filling my body. It's when I'm out in nature 
and the skies open and you know the sun shines those rays through the clouds I call that a god spot that fills me with that same feeling um or when all of a sudden and this can depend on my mood I hear a piece of music and I just can't help but be filled with the wonder of that and, and my body wants to move <laughs> no matter what I'm doing it just fills me with this incredible fullness so that for me is experiencing my spirituality I don't do it perfect I still feel fear and anxiety on a semi-regular basis not nearly as much as I did um, and when I do that I know I'm back in the driver's seat I'm trying to control somebody I'm trying to control something and I don't do a good job of driving pretty much all the time I drive full speed head on into the brick wall it's only uh, by the grace of God and those awesome amazing airbags that he has <laughs> that I'm able after a crash to just pick myself up dust myself off and say I'm going to try again I'm going to try again this time I'll let you drive I'll sit in the passenger seat and let you drive so I still have a long ways to go I barely know myself at 60 years old I barely know myself that seems so weird to say but it is my truth um you know my spiritual awakening is a lifetime pursuit uh it is going to be every day between now and the day I draw my last breath that never stops we never stop growing we never know it all we never arrive we never reach our destination we never have a completion date it just keeps happening it just keeps changing and we keep changing and growing with it and I'm never going to understand I'm never going to understand fully the spiritual experience I'm never going to understand thank you Sally never going to understand a higher power I'm human I don't have the capacity to understand that and that's okay I'm not meant to understand it that's why we have faith we have faith that higher power is there because we cannot understand it so we live on faith and we grow our spiritual awareness and that is you know what I look forward to <laughs> like I say for the rest of this journey I've experienced a miracle in this program I heard you know many times don't leave before that miracle happens to you I don't think I've seen the end of my miracle I'm going to think I think I'm going to see more miracles but where I am today is a miracle for me um and the the OA promise that prayer says I no longer have to depend upon my own unsteady willpower I am with all of you now reaching out my hand for a power and strength greater than my own and I'm finding love and understanding beyond my wildest dreams I love you all thank you for letting me share and with that I pass gosh thank you so much Yvonne that was a beautiful beautiful share and message um we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares as this is a big book study sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week 
We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone. And, the, and I will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timer, would Sally, would you please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? If the speaker has asked a question, please allow three minutes for their answer. Okay, and I see Amy is up first. Thank you, Amy B, compulsive overeater, living very gratefully in a recovered state today. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, everyone doing service for this meeting, especially and including the service of showing up. We need each other as a community. And this meeting has been about community tonight. Yvonne, Yvonne, <laughs> thank you. I love you. And um, this meeting has been a spiritual experience this evening. Mm -hmm. Very, very aptly themed. Mm -hmm. um, you said, I want everyone who sees me to see the light shining from within. Check. Check. You, um, you carry such a beautiful light. You know, you know what, you know what, you know what, Yvonne, personally, for me, you are a light. I love you. Thank you. Your, your energy for this community. And I don't, I'm the cross. I'm sorry for the crosstalk. I am so grateful for your service for your steadiness, for your honesty, for your vulnerability, mm. for your trust. You are my family. You are my heart. And I love you. Um, and I have like the book in front of me and I'm like, I want to reference the book and I am just having a spiritual experience. That is, that is we, that is what we do as a collective is that we come together and we call upon something greater than ourselves and it comes and it holds us and it shines a light and it binds us together. And that happened here tonight and it happened when we met each other face to face and it happens when we pick up the phone for each other, which is what Yvonne said tonight. And I am just cross talking the heck out of this. So I'm going to stop. I love you. I love all of you. I pass. Thank you, Amy. And Sally, would you like to share, please? Hi, everybody. Sally, Recovered Compulsive Eater. You know, when I got in the program 40 years ago, they didn't have this. Everybody cross-talked. I loved it. It was great. So I, I don't get this. Sorry, I'm a rebel. Anyway, oh, Yvonne, like you've got... What's behind you looks like stained glass, like you're like in a church, like, but you're in this like really neutral church. I just felt your heart, your humility, your gratitude, your openness, and your authenticity. That meant a lot to me, the authenticity. Um, I'm, I'm having a new experience. Um, with God, you know, growing up, my mom 
she used to tease me, but I realize now it, I took it deep within me that every time you sin, you're getting a black mark on your record. And after so many black marks, you're going to hell. And I was like, well, my card is like so full. Screw this shit. I'm having fun, you know? And I just went off the deep end in all directions with many substances, self-destructing. And I thought I had God figured out. I was very thankful when I got to O and OA. They said, you know, you could have you, your own concept. I'm like, good, because my other one was mean and judgmental and fundamental. And I thought I had them figured out. And then recently I heard someone say, we will never have God figured out. And, and if we try to figure God out, we're setting ourselves up because where our thinking is so limited. And so um, I'm going through the steps again in a, in a group and it's a very long process. And we spent 13 weeks on going through steps one, two, and three. And I'm going from, I just finished three and I'm going into four because they wanted us to have this firm foundation of steps one, two, and three. And step three, what we had to do um, was just really look at, am I really ready to give it all over to this energy, this, with this, I don't know what you are, but it's that pain in my life that says, yeah, I'm going to give it over to you. And um, I'm going to give you a chance with this. And for me right now, that begins with commitment to prayer meditation, getting, I get on my knees in the morning now because left to my own devices, still the food's not a problem, but still my thinking is so off the beam that I need God's help. And so I'm back to basics with getting on my knees and and praying and meditating and all day long saying, what is your will? And I, I want to wrap up with this. I didn't even tie myself. What I loved in this workshop I'm doing now, they said, you know, so the third step is the last step is one of the last steps you take on with your own will. And then so you've turned everything over to God. And even if it feels crappy, you know, you got to trust that that is in divine order. And now you're going into the fourth step and you're going to see what's blocking you. But I don't believe I'm blocked from God until I do my amends. Baloney, you know, God is holding my hand through this whole scenario. But I have to make the decision to say, it's your deal. I can't do that anymore. And I probably went over. I passed. Thank you. You are beautiful. Oh, gosh, I was muted. I'm sorry. Olivera, am I pronouncing it right? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, Yvonne, thank you. I get very emotional hearing you. Um, sorry, my name is Olivera. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, yeah, it was just beautiful to hear your share. And I love that analogy, God sitting on a park bench just waiting for me. <laughs> I needed to hear that, and it's just a lifelong journey. You know, I'll never arrive. Um, I'm sorry about the noise in the background. It's school holidays here in Australia, and the kids are <laughs> being pretty loud. Again, I'm powerless over my children. Um, yeah, I've been around a long, long time, and I really struggled to get the spiritual concept of this program because I thought it was just about the food at the beginning. If I just stop eating and get to a goal weight, I'll be okay, <laughs> you know, and I've always ended up going back into the food and relapsing because I failed to enlarge my spiritual life. 
I failed to see God, as you said, you know, if we see God, if we draw close to him, he'll, he'll come to us. And I think through every relapse, through every pain, I've started to surrender more and more and see God more and more. Because when I first came in, which was 22 years ago, I thought, it's not that bad, I'm okay. <laughs> I have to get pretty beaten to the point where it's like, I don't even know how to live between meals anymore. And I just need God. I need to be shown every step of the way what is the next right thing. How do you want me to think? How do you want me to behave? Because I just don't know how to do that. And, um, you know, I need to be reminded to seek God because I can get back in that driver's seat so quickly that I forget all about God. And then by 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm exhausted and tired and I'm thinking, why am I restless, irritable and discontent? Because I forget about God very, very quickly. And I've been around for 22 years, you know. So, yeah, it was just beautiful to hear you. And um, when we first connected over the phone, we've spoken quite a few times. I thought, wow, this woman is so spiritual. She has an amazing connection. And I really, that's attractive to me, attractive to me. So I, I listen to what you do because I want to have what you've got. Um, yeah, so thank you for sharing. I'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Alavera. And CJ, would you like to share, please? CJ, I know it's like really my compulsive overeater. So happy living in a state like this this moment. I don't, I don't even know if I have words. I have. I have this immense feeling of love and joy inside of me in this room. Um, thank you. Same, same, same. I mean, all I can say is same. So much of um, this share is what I relate to. So much for me of hiding from people, like literally just emotionally. And like, thank you for not just sharing a story, but showing a spiritual experience. Um, you know, some of fellows that I am um, connected to, you know, there's this concept of holding space. Like, when we hold space for each other, our higher power shows up. Whoever that higher power might be, whoever. Um, and the and the beauty of something being creative when we are created when we are open and vulnerable. I can't even talk. I just, it was so incredibly beautiful to be in the presence of that, what everyone's sharing. Um, I love the, the, the vision of, you know, my higher power has been sitting in the back of the park in the bench waiting for me. Um, I love the vision of, you know, it's never been my spark to protect. And I have been not letting my higher power light it because I've been standing over it, trying to protect it, not giving it air. Um, I am going to have um, sponsees listen to this share about spiritual experience. This is a beautiful, beautiful um, meeting about what the spiritual experience um, can be in this program. Um, I used to be terrified of dying. Um, I am Irish. We have a morbid sense of, of humor, but I used to be terrified of dying. Um, and I think it was because I had so little life. 
And I have such a big full life now, like that. When I talk about living in fear, I don't live in fear anymore of anything. Um, most days, not all the time, perfectly, um, including that. And it, and it's and it's because of what this program has taught me, what you teach me, all of you in this room every day, every time you pick up my phone calls. Thank you so much. Um, about what this program is about. Um, I don't have any more words. So, so much same, so much thank you. I know you and I don't know you and I love you. We're gonna pass. Perfect timing. Thank you so much, CJ. Hi, Amy, you're up. Thank you. Hi. Hi everyone, Amy here, a grateful compulsive eater, exercise, bulimic, and anorexic. And I don't know how this is going to come out. Um, every I, everyone shared amazing things, but I, I also, for me, this was a spiritual experience, and I, um, you know, the 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 funny thing is, as you were speaking, Yvonne, um, I realized for me, I always heard in a way. Oh, we will love you. Let us love you until you love yourself. But for me, it was very strange. It didn't happen that way. For me, and this happened as you spoke, and it's happened many times in these rooms, that I hear myself in you all. I get to love myself in you all. There's that connection, there's that beauty, that vulnerability, pain and joy that pulls me in in such a powerful way and allows me to feel one and a part of. And to me, that's my spiritual experience that I am not this separate small self, that we are all connected in this miraculous way. And so I just feel so grateful. Um, I loved hearing, I needed to let go of my false beliefs. And, you know, we learn that we don't serve God or each other by making ourselves smaller or bigger. And, and that's been very important to me. I have a deep part that makes myself small. And I think many of us do. So anyway, thank you, thank you. Um, this is just an experience again over and over. And I also loved one more thing that you said, I don't think I could ever lock out God. I feel God is always there and God can come to you if you're in the food. Ebby brought the light of God to Bill when he had bottles all over. So to me, that's really important. Thank you. And thank you for letting me share.
gosh. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. Um, we will now stop the recording for unrecorded questions or shares. Would the Zoom host please stop the recording?